Graciela Danielle sat down for a one-on-one interview in October of 1993. I'm Hal Prince, a member of the Society of Stage Directors and Choreographers, and this is Masters of the Stage, produced and presented by the Stage Directors and Choreographers Foundation in collaboration with the American Theatre Wing. Because this program was not originally intended for broadcast, it is not of the highest technical quality. As a result, portions of the conversation may have been edited. To begin this afternoon, I'd like to first start with you um, to talking about the transition that you made from being a well-known Broadway performer into becoming a choreographer. And you were able to work with many, many great directors and choreographers and their influences on you on making that transition and on your work today. Hmm. It's a long story. How many hours do you have? <laughs> anyway, um, my whole life has been really transitions. Mm-hmm. First, I was born in Argentina. I was a ballet dancer. Um, I left when I was 15. I went to a tour over South America with ballet companies. I went to France at 17 or 18. Mm-hmm. I worked with choreographers over there. And finally... Um, I was very happy in Paris, and I saw West Side Story, mm. and it changed my life. Yeah. <laughs> I decided to come to New York, like, uh, I think it was 1963, to study what was that inspired me so much in that piece, because I had never seen before any musicals, mm-hmm. having been in South America and Europe. And so transitions for me are not really very difficult, as I, as I understand they are for many people. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a kind of uh, idea that I'm like a child inside of a house. Somebody knocks, and I come out and say, you want to play? And I go, okay, you know, yeah. <laughs> fine. it's fine. It's a new adventure. So by the time I was performing on Broadway, uh, I stopped at 35. The last show I did was Chicago. But before that, I had already worked as an assistant mm-hmm. to many choreographers, but especially to Michael Bennett. For four years, I was his girl assistant. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when I think uh, my whole uh, view of the theater changed in the sense that I found that the creativity behind the scenes was so much more interesting mm-hmm. than the performing side of it. Uh, he opened my mind to an incredible internal world. And therefore, when when I started choreographing was um, was almost like uh, the natural progression. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because I was getting too old mm-hmm. to perform, although I was already 35, so I, you know, I should be thinking about stopping as a dancer. But it was because there was a whole world out there that I wanted to travel, just like I, I wanted to leave my own country and go to Europe and then leave Europe and come to America, well, the same thing happened in the theater. There was an entire new world to travel. So the transition was not painful Mm -hmm. at all and not difficult. Besides that, I had an enormous amount of help from from Michael, from Fossey, Mm -hmm. from Alan Johnson, from a lot of choreographers that I had worked with. 
And, uh, you know, it's just like the usual thing. You start as an assistant, and if you're good and they like you, they help you, they give you jobs that they can't take, and that's how you go on and on. Where'd you get your first job? Oh, God, I can't remember. Um, but one, I know that one of the first ones was um, Frank Dallop did Joseph at BAM, which was one of the first, I think it was the first production of Joseph mm-hmm. in America. And so he, he you know, he, he, he asked me to choreograph, and, uh, and I did. But I think, I think that the reason why I started working so fast was most of all the Millican show. Famous uh, <laughs> Millican. I don't know how many here know what that was, but it was a huge industrial show that happened every spring in at the world of a story. And it was an industrial show. It's actually textile. But, uh, but it hired uh, 30 or 40 of the most extraordinary dancers of New York and Los Angeles and everywhere. And it had the greatest directors and choreographers. Um, the first one I did was with Michael. Michael actually choreographed it. And I believe it was Bob Moore who, who directed it. And so I, I came into the American show as assistant to Michael. Then Michael didn't, I think he did like two. Mm-hmm. And then he left. And then Alan Johnson came in and I started assisting him. By the time Alan left, they asked me to choreograph it. And here I was, you know, <laughs> petrified with 12 production numbers <laughs> and all these stars. My God, the stars were incredible. You know, it's like Ginger Rogers, Donald O'Connor, and Miller. Wayne Verdon, I mean, Tommy Ch- all these people that came to, so I, I was petrified to start, and I, then Bobby Fossey gave me a great advice, he said, I don't worry about the stars too much, you just do your work, do the nest, do the environment, work with the dancers, they'll help you, they'll like you, they'll help you, and they did, and then leave, leave the center open. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bobby. <laughs> I still do it. <laughs> and it worked. It actually worked. I mean, and I think that what he was trying to say, which I, I thought it was a great thing to say, was more than, more than a choreographic uh, uh, idea. It was, I think it was a directorial help that he was giving me in the sense of saying, use the best of each person. Don't try to impose yourself on this particular star. I mean, just to work with them, present, a, a, you know, a, a, an environment where they're going to be feel comfortable and let them come up with the things that they are because mm-hmm. that's why you're helping them. So, um, so that taught me a lot. You know, even now that I'm directing, I'm, I'm doing a lot. I'm using a lot of the actor. But I, I remember that I just leave the center open. So um, the extraordinary thing about Millican show is that everybody went to see it. You mm-hmm. know, producers and directors and everybody went to see it. So it was a great showcase, both for performers and dancers and choreographers. Mm-hmm. And, and therefore, just from there, the offer started. I, I did a lot, but I, I, I truly can't remember what was the first, first one that I did. Um, another thing that I, the, the first thing that I did on Broadway was... Uh, History of American Film, which is very, very little known now. <laughs> but it was an extraordinary. Chris Duran mm-hmm. wrote the book. It was a wonderful, wonderful musical. It was, was more, more, of a, more of a play with uh, choreography. But I had a wonderful time doing that. And that was the first time that I did something on Broadway. 
and then he went on and on from there. How did you make the transition <laughs> then from choreographer into the director position? Um, why? Um, the why, I think, is, is important. I had been choreographing for quite a few years. Of, I think I started like 75, 76. And it came to a point, again, I guess, uh, I needed new roads. Uh, it came to a point in which I found, I, I always choreograph in two uh, levels. I do musical theater, I love the musical theater, but I do the dance world concert, you know, uh, ballet. And um, I felt that in the musical theater, even though I, had, I was having a wonderful time and I was being rather successful, um, there was a, a part of me was not being used. Uh, something was not being used completely. I, I felt like I was getting into a sort of a rut, or, or perhaps was a little bit that the, the, the pieces offered to me were not allowing me to do what I wanted to do. So all of a sudden, I, I was getting a little depressed about it. I, was I, it because of the relationships <clears throat> between directors and no, not at all, not at all. The roles that were set up. No, not at all. I had the, I had the greatest experiences with with directors. I have to say I can't remember one director that I I didn't like. You know, isn't that a famous line? A man that I didn't like or something. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, but I, I I know I do remember. I mean, there are some that are more difficult than others. But it is. But it, I can't remember that it was uh, that I had a horrible experience with any. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think it was just that I. I was changing. I am changing. Even as we speak, I am changing. I I, I find that in the musical theater, at least on Broadway, mm-hmm. is is not something that I I um, relate to anymore. And it, what do you relate to? Well, I tell you what my first thing was. I mean, that uh, when I was writing that period, uh, uh, Max Serrat from Intar, which is a Hispanic organization, mm-hmm. I was I was doing. I was teaching something there. I can't remember. And he said to me, what would you like to do? For the first time in my life, anybody asked me, if you had a project, if you wanted to do, to do something, what would you do? Well, it's very nice to complain about what, you know, what am I going to do with my theater? But once you have the freedom of choice, it's terrifying because you realize that, oh my God, it's not up to me. But one thing was for sure, that I wanted to do something about my country, mm. something that I had my roots. I went to my roots because the, you know, it's what I know the best. And therefore, uh, I just decided that I wanted to do something based with the music of Astor Piazzolla. And, and I wanted to, and because of Piazzolla, I wanted to do something uh, based on Borges' writings. And there I went, and I, and I just did it. And I thought, I don't need a director, because a director at this point is not going to understand what I'm trying to do, which was a, a form of a dance theater form, mostly, you know, which was a, in that moment what I felt want, I wanted to do so badly. So it was just, again, just uh, having the courage of going ahead and, and doing it. Now, I didn't expect to become a director out of it. As a matter of fact, I don't think that I, I am a director. I think that... A direct, I, I, I'm becoming, in every piece I do, I'm learning the process of direction. I don't think there is, you know, it's very hard to say that uh, you, you are a director if you're not directing. It's like you're not a choreographer. 
if you're not choreography. So uh, it goes, and, and you learn from each experience, I believe. I mean, every single experience is a little different. Yes, there are forms and, and, and you know, and, and rituals that you have to go through. And, but it is, uh, it's amazing how, how you learn in each one. What would you say about the challenge of women in the position of director of choreography? And there's not many of them. I know. Um, I don't. I don't know many, and and uh, I, I don't see that there is any greater challenge than a, a director choreographer, a male director choreographer would have. I don't see the difference. I have worked with uh, with you know Bobby and, and and Michael, and the problems are exactly the same. Mm-hmm. I think that perhaps in the Broadway arena, right. there's there would be more problem because it's, I think it's a, a much more male-dominated arena. I don't think there's any problem at all in, any, in regional theater mm-hmm. or in any other of, uh, non-profit uh, uh, organizations. I am just, I'm very curious why they are not more. That, that is something that really always amazes me because there are many, there have been and there are many, women choreographers. They have always been mm-hmm. a feminine uh, you know, uh, craft. And I don't understand why more women haven't made the adjustment. Uh, perhaps the reason why I became that way is because I took it upon myself to create my own dream. And by doing that, yeah. by taking, well, I mean, was it phrase, the bulls by the horns, <laughs> myself, I didn't have to go through any, uh, any echelons. I just did it, and therefore I showed that I could do it. And maybe, maybe that's what women have to do, just go ahead and just do their own projects and just you know, show to themselves and the rest of the world that you know, they can do it, because I'm, I'm sure they can. Let's talk about creating new works. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you go about it? Where do you get your ideas? Once you have an idea, where do you go with it? Um, it's, again, it's, uh, it's the same thing as I said before. Uh, I think it, we cannot wait, other women or men, I think, we cannot wait for the, the marvelous artistic producer of the past to come with a dream of our lives, mm-hmm. because there are not many around anymore. And so, therefore, uh, what I have done, even before I knew I was a choreographer, <laughs> I had um, ideas. I always had ideas. I mean, even when I was performing, I, I, would, I would read a book. Um, you know, I love reading. I would read a book, and I would, say, I would say to myself, this could make a great ballet in that time, or this could be you know, a wonderful musical, because I, I always loved the musical theater in one form or other. Or this would be a great chamber opera. Or seen a movie, and the same. And I just, I just left them in the back of my mind. The computer just stayed there. So when I started uh, create, I mean, wanted to create new, uh, new, new things, I just went back to them. And uh, I'll tell you, for, for instance, an example is uh, that when I, what I'm doing right now at Lincoln Center, which is, uh, we'll start rehearsals next week, is called Hello Again, but it's based by Schnitzer. Well, I wrote that play in France. I must have been 20 years old or 18 years old when I read it. And I thought that it was the most 
I mean, it was, a, it was a ballet. It was a music. It was a ballet at the time. And time went by. And um, a year ago, Mark Lamus from Hartford called me to, to direct something, and he wanted me to direct a play, which I'm always very nervous about. I, I, I have not directed plays yet. And, um, and he, he, you know, insisted. So he says, why don't you just read some stuff, you know, some, some things. So I went back and reread La Ronde. And of course, I reread it and I said, this has to be a musical. It's got to be a musical. So, of course, I finished not by directing a play. I did a musical. But, but I went, that came back to me so strongly that I went to Ira Weitzman, who's the head of the musical department in Lincoln Center. And I said to him that. And he said, you know, I think I know the person for you. He introduced me to Michael John Lacusa, a young, you know, very talented writer, composer. And we started working, we just started meeting and just exchanging ideas. Just, you know, dinners or coffee or whatever. We worked that, that way for about eight months. And he had about two or three scenes. And all of a sudden I got the grant as wrestling director of Lincoln Center. Mm-hmm. So I walk in on a Monday and on Tuesday we had a reading of what we had in Hello Again. And from then we went on to a workshop. Andre and Bernie liked it, so we went to, and now we're going to production. But again, it's, I don't know how it comes. It's just something that I see or I read or, and then I just pursue it. <laughs> I know. I just go after it, I guess. What are the most important <laughs> elements of, in the development process for you, that you take into consideration in developing your creative team? Hmm. Is it different for each no. piece? No, not necessarily. I, uh, I like, like I think most directors do, to have your own team. There's something very familiar and uncomfortable about it. Besides, you, you're, you know, it's like they speak your language. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, I, I try to see as much as I possibly can to choose my team. Do you see their work? Their work, yeah. Uh, and I based a lot on, on the meetings, on the conversation. It's a, and, and my personal instinctive feelings about the designer. I'll tell you something. It's a little bit like casting. Um, because I remember when I was working with Wilfred Leach, for, we were doing, I think it was Pirates of Penzance. He was wonderful in in casting auditions, and I would sit there and, you know, and I would just play games with myself. Who would he like or would I? And, and finally, you know, we became very good friends. And, and once, one day I said to him, how do you know? I mean, how does anybody know that that actor or that designer is the right person? How do you know? And he says, well, he's like dogs. I said, what? He says, he's like dogs. You know, you, you see two dogs meeting. And it's either the hair goes up in their backs, or they start playing together. And so, <laughs> I am a very strange director. I smell, you know, my actors and things. No, I don't mean that. No, no, I don't mean that. But, but you know, there is something about there's something that happens that it, it doesn't have to to be so much about talent only. I mean, the talent has to be talent is craft. It should be there. Period. I expect it, like we all expect it from each other. But that other thing that one wants to play with that person for a while, because going into a show, into a play, into anything, the kind of collaboration is so intense. Right. 
and if 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 there is no somebody, if it's not a soul that one can can laugh with and and you know and 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 really share everything, the ups and downs of the experience, then it's not worth working with them. You know? What about casting? Uh, same thing. Uh, same thing. I mean, it is it is that. The relationship between the, the director and the casting director to the cat to the final decision. Um, well, uh, I, the most important thing that I find with the casting director is that I I explain what those characters are about and what I expect you know together with the author. Mm-hmm. Um, in the in the developing pieces, like for instance in Hello Again, it's, it's amazing because um, they are not there, especially in our adaptation. We are not doing Schnitzer, you know, turn of the century Vienna. So that we have to, we are creating our characters as we go, and and therefore it is those meetings in which we talk with you know the author, the casting director, and myself. We talk not necessarily about who are we going to get, not not the names of the actors. So of course that comes up too, but but what the what are the most important traits in each character? What what are we looking for in that person? What and. And if, we, if you have a, a good casting director, and certainly in New York, they're the best here. Um, it's, not, it's not difficult. And again, I trust them. I really trust them to come up with ideas. Sometimes a casting director will say, this is going to sound crazy, but what about... And it, apparently, in, in, in my mind at the moment, I feel like, no, I don't think so. But I said, why not? Let's see them, because... Uh, they know something perhaps that I don't. Right. You see, so I should, I should, I should hear what they say. It's all collaboration. I mean, it's with everybody. What is your vision or your dream for the theater, uh, for musicals, uh, for Broadway, in the next decade as we reach the millennium? I should ask. I should answer one or the other. Because I don't think that Broadway musicals, I don't think the Broadway musicals are <laughs> together. No? Uh, no, no. Because um, I think that there is place in the theater besides Broadway for musicals. I know they're very costly. I know the regional theaters cannot afford them. But, um, but there are an enormous amount of young authors out there mm-hmm. and young, wonderful directors and choreographers that can create the new musicals, the musicals of 1993 and the next decade. So that whatever happens on Broadway, the type of musical that is successful on Broadway doesn't have necessarily to be the only musical right. in America. It's, you know, we, we can create our own musicals, I think. And that's what, my, that's what my dream is. I mean, my dream is what I'm trying to do right now, uh, you know, helping... Um, to create new works. They don't have to be mega hits, you know? I mean, that's, that's not what I'm interested in. Uh, but they will give a, a, a voice to all these young ones out there waiting to, you know, screaming out of the door and trying right. to get in. <laughs> would you, are you or would you be considering moving away from the theater and into more film work? No. As I speak, I'm doing a film with Woody Allen, but no, no, no. <laughs> Maybe per- perhaps. No, I, I just, I, I'm not, you know, I think that there was one great one, Bob Fosse, and, uh, and he loved it. I mean, he loved doing it, and, and he was great, but it's not something that appeals to me. 
I love immediate gratification. I understand. And I, that's why my life is the theater, because that's what it is. And film is like forever waiting. <laughs> <laughs> so you're... So if you had a choice between Broadway and regional theater, where regional theater all the time, all the time. Hmm. That's my standards. Oh, that's great. Let's talk uh, just briefly about your experience with the Goodbye Girl. Mm-hmm. And um, in first off, in the credits for that production, you were listed as musical staging mm-hmm. instead of choreography. You know mm-hmm. by. Uh, What's the difference? Why was that chosen in this particular production? Well, because I felt that uh, there, there wouldn't be too much choreography, and I was right. I mean, the, the choreography is really, to me, I mean, this to me, is what one uh, is the art of dance. And uh, musical staging is the art of the musical theater, of staging musical theater. So I thought that um, it, there was not enough opportunity there for choreography, which there wasn't. So therefore, I decided to do musical staging. That's simple. How did the change in directors affect your work in its dream? <laughs> How did it with my girl affect my, my work? <laughs> uh, um, well, um, actually, n- not, not much, because my work was finished by then. Hmm. But I just stay home. <laughs> <laughs> I just went over for cleanup rehearsals of my stuff, and that's it. I mean, <laughs> I'm 53. I don't want to die of a heart attack. Out and ulcer. What project that you've worked on are you most proud of? Or that is your happiest? Oh, group? God, that's hard. Well, I think that probably the, the most proud I am of, of, of Tango, a Tango Apasionado, which was the one that I created from scratch. I mean, there was nobody there but, you know, my dancers and my actors and myself, and of course the, the composer and my dramaturg. So it was, it was, it was extraordinary. Uh, I don't mean the piece was extraordinary, I mean uh, the, 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 the process mm-hmm. was extraordinary. Um, and and I was very I was very proud of the result because it was it was what I wanted to do mm-hmm. it, it was exactly what I wanted to, do. but I had for instance I had enormous fun with Pirates of Penzance. I think that I never laughed so much in my life as through that whole show you know with Kevin romping around and I mean it was it was like it was a, I can't remember that as work uh-huh. at all you know and it continued amazingly enough wasn't only at the Delacorte. I mean, that was the best, always. But, but it continues through... It was something about that production and about Wilford and about... Because it, it went on even when we went to London. It was the same thing. And, and the movie was fun, and I don't like movies. And in California, it was my... So it has to do, perhaps, with the extraordinary piece that it is. You know, you don't get too many... Gilbert and Sally around those <laughs> lyrics and that. So, and, and it was just fun. It was just pure... Fun to do. Dangerous Game. Mm-hmm. What happened? But Dangerous Games was uh, a, a product. What happened was that Tango Passionado. Um, this is a long story. <laughs> I was. <laughs> they took they took away the the the, the, the Mrs. Uh, Borges took the rights away because she wanted changes in the piece and. Uh, 
So therefore, I was left with a lot of work and six weeks performance and a lot of offers, you know, for the future, but nothing else. So, so therefore, I I decided to to enlarge the piece, to do two pieces in the same night, Argentina, about Argentina. And, uh, and then it, it, it went, we did it in Philadelphia, the American festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we did it in um, Spoleto, in the festival. And then in La Jolla and San Francisco. And, and it went very well. I mean, it was, everything was just, you know, quite very controversial all over. But it was, you know, it was a wonderful experience. And that's what we should have done. But then... You came to Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And it went. And And that's what happened. I just know that whatever I want to do, I shouldn't do it here. That's all. Not on the street, you know what I mean? That's all. What about your experience on um, developing uh, Once on This Island? Oh, that that was another magical experience, yes. That was was quite wonderful. Uh, um, Again, it was... You know, play Rise Horizons with a total, you know, nurturing, nurturing of Andre and Ira Weizmann and and two young, wonderful authors uh, full of ideas. And and again, it was it was sort of like tango in the sense that it just uh, we were you know kids in the little theater just romping around and finding out, discovering stuff. So How was the, the transition from being in a small theater, and that piece is such an intimate I piece, know, yes. and then moving to the booth, oh. which is not that large of a <laughs> no, theater? Yeah. But it wasn't that bad, because I think that lawyer Senas did a, a wonderful adjustment scenically, you know, and I, I didn't just change it much. The, the, the interesting thing is, and in all directors are going to understand this, uh, in Play Horizons, there was no uh, um, wings on the right. It was just a wall. And we had only like three entrances on left, and it worked fine. I mean, it, it gave me a lot of headaches trying to make it fluid and and not you know not boring about always right and right and left and left. <clears throat> but then we got to the booth, and then I have entrances on the right. I didn't know what to do with it. <laughs> it was like I didn't want them there, you know. Like every single change just affected the piece so much, you know. So, but it it, it actually it worked. We didn't work too badly. It's just uh, I, I I wasn't. I wasn't that, um, and you know, uh, unhappy with the production. I was more unhappy when when it went into the national tour and they started playing these big theaters. And that's mm. when I went, oh no, that's you know, you can't play the Schubert in Chicago with this kind of piece. You know, it's uh, but money. Mm-hmm. Falsettos. Mm. You put it together yeah. in the Hartman. Yeah. And then it. Hartford, yeah. In Hartford, and yeah. then it moved. Yes. Were you a part of that, or, you know, why didn't you do the... Part of the move? Right. No, no, I was not part of the move. I was, I, I did it in Hartford. I mean, it, this is something that, what happened was that Bill Finn and James Lapine had wanted to put these two pieces together for a long time. I mean, they, you know, they created it, and they created them. And um, and then out of the blue, Mark Lamus called me and asked me if, if I wanted to do it there. So I did. So I, I was the first one in putting them together. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, of course, there were good reviews, and Im- immediately all, you know, all the lions appeared. <laughs> and at that moment, I felt very strong. I mean, uh, actually, Lincoln Center wanted it for the Bomo. Right. And I, I, I felt very strongly that that would be wonderful. Or the, the Mitzi New House, actually, I like the Mitzi New House better because it was even more intimate. But, um, but, but it was my production at Hartford, 
was um, was very specific to a, a, a thrust stage, mm-hmm. you know, a real thrust over there, which could only be really moved. You know, the, the Hartford detector could be moved to something like Vivian Beaumont or Michigan Newhouse. So that's, that was the original arrangement. That's what we were going to do. Then the Beaumont was taken, and uh, Bill didn't want to do the Meets New House because he felt that he had done already off Broadway, which was true, he had done in the play Resurrections. So um, the Weissels came in and wanted to do a production uh, you know, on Broadway with a proscenium stage and all that. And I said at that point, I said, no, because then it's not the same production. You know, it's just, why not call James, who did the original production, right. and he wanted to do it, and that would be the, I, I thought it was the logical thing to do. What advice um, could you give to young choreographers, directors, or director choreographers Mm -hmm. in how to begin today? It's such a tough thing, and I I wish I could could help you. Um, Because, as I said, for me, the transitions were so easy. I was so lucky. And the only thing I can tell you is what, what I said about myself about having an idea and just carrying it through. Um, if you have an idea about doing something new, especially something new, I mean, uh, you know, revivals you can always get any place. Um, you must pursue it. And, and I, I, I have no idea how you get into Broadway. I mean, I just, I, I don't know that that exists anymore anyway. But I think that regional theaters are always interested in in new musicals. Lincoln Center, hello, you know. <laughs> Lincoln Center is always interested in developing new stuff. We have new programs now on that. Um, it is really about bringing your, what you want to do, because it's not out there. I mean, it's, it's I don't know. I mean, normally you assist somebody, like I did, and like most people did, and then it comes to the time where they leave you, you know, some scratches and you start doing your own. And, I, and that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm, you know, whenever I, I can't do something, I leave it to my assistants, and that's how they create their own career. It's the only way, the only safe way to, to go. But in today's world, I don't know. I, I just don't know. The only thing I can say is that you must keep on doing it. If it I mean, if it's in colleges, or you must practice it. Because... I don't know about directing, but certainly choreography goes out of you very fast. I mean, it's, uh, you've got to, you have to keep on, it's like, it's like sculpture, it's like painting. You've got to keep on doing it. And otherwise it gets, you know, behind you. You have to be always in the time. And the only way you can do it is by working, working with people. I imagine, I mean, uh, uh, with colleges, I mean, I, I remember having... Uh, Taught, you know, t- taught and, and did some choreography in colleges too, and perhaps that's that's something that they would be interested in. Um, I wish I could help. I swear, I I, I don't know, I don't know. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. Um, what do you th- feel about the the responsibility, if there is one, of directors and choreographers to uh, their community or to the world at large, and how does that affect the choices you make in the work that you do? Um, well, 
I feel like, you know, we, we, we are, somehow we can bring the mirror to, to the community by, by our work and by choosing, therefore, works that affect uh, the thinking and, and, the, and the feeling of the community. So I, I think it's very important to... I, I don't know how much... You know, it's interesting. I, I, I'm not very good at functioning within the community uh, in the sense of politically. I'm not very good at that. But I try to be in my work a lot. And I think that's how we can... You know, that's how we are part of the world, by our work, and especially by the type of work we choose. So, but I think it's, uh, uh, yes, I think it's very important because uh, we are out there with a mirror. We, we make them look into, into where we show. How has being um, an artist in residence at Lincoln Center affected your career, your viewpoint of your work? I don't know about my career, but I'm, uh, I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm such a happy woman. What does it, it actually mean? <coughs> you know what I mean to well, it's having a home. You know, it's the same thing that we were talking about. Where do choreographers and directors go to do their art? I mean, and even though I've been doing it for a while and I've been lucky and I've always been working, it's still that terrifying thing, you know, between job and job, what do you do? I mean, what... It, even if you're working constantly, even if you're successful, is that the time in between? What am I going to do next? Well, you have a home, like a residency. Uh, you're always doing something next because there's, you know, there, there are scripts to be read, there are, there are meetings to be, there are new ideas, there are new writers to be, to be you know, to, to, to meet with. I mean, you, you don't stop. So you're not only... Right now, I'm not only working on my own project and future projects for myself, but I'm working within a home with projects with other people. Like, for instance, uh, uh, when Joanna did uh, in, in a summer house, there was a couple of little scenes with stage, and well, I jump in and I, mm. I work with her. Now Jerry's doing a Lincoln and the same thing. So it's, 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 a nur- it's a total nurturing. It's a constant nurturing and working with no borders, mm. you know. So I love it. I'm not sure, again, you know, I'm, I'm very uh, volatile. In some words. So I don't know if I, could, if I could live my entire life like that. I, do, I don't know. I don't know if it's something that I could do for the rest of my life. But I certainly find that it is exactly what I needed right now in my life. And it was the kind of change that I needed. Plus, I have an office. I've never had an office in my life. Do you know what it is to be sitting at Jerry Sachs' old office? I mean, hello? At the Vigna Gaumont? I mean, excuse me. I'm never there, of course. I'm in the studio. But you have an office. I'm in the studio sweating, you know. And that's, that's why I'm happy. But it is, it's a great feeling, you know. It's a great feeling. And it's a great camaraderie. And, 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 and especially in Lincoln Center, because it's very informal. Lincoln Center is so informal. So you're jumping from, you know, from office to office and seeing everybody and talking about the projects, or not only yours, but their projects too. And as a matter of fact, talking about directors, there's, there's a new thing that Anna Catania is, is, is trying to organize, and uh, I'm going to be part of it, which is for new directors. Oh, yeah, what is that? So, well, I don't know yet. We're just starting to, we're just starting to create it. But there's, uh, there's Wendy and uh, Wendy Wasserton and Joanna Clytis and... 
Um, uh, who else was at JTTG? Annie Catania, myself, and I think Liz Diamond, too. That is, we're trying to get together to see if we can create a, a certain, uh, not, not only, like, not readings for the authors, you know, the authors bring us readings and we do readings and we do it, but the directors, the young directors would come again with their own ideas mm. about the plays that they would like to, to do, to help new directors to go on. So at least we have something that will, I mean, it's just in a, in a seed right now. We're just starting to talk about it. But Would it be like a mentoring process? Yes, probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to give them again, you know, again the, the the ability of doing something, of working with the authors and working with actors, and giving it, you know, even if it's just a stage reading or a reading mm-hmm. anything, so that they get, you know, they get going, and, and we dis- and we allow them the chance of learning and giving us their own, you know, their own talent. That's great. Yeah. Should we get some questions? Oh yes, yes. Does anyone have a, a question? Yes. How much? Uh, Input does the choreographer have on the set design and costumes? Or do they just tell you this is what is no. for me and you've got to work? Not to me, darling. <laughs> <laughs> and how much input do you have? <laughs> well, the, the input really comes from the, the, collab, the, the communication between the director and the choreographer. If the communication is good and you try to make it good, I always, I always felt like as, as a choreographer, when I was a choreographer, I felt that it was my responsibility to maintain a good marriage. It's exa- you know, in fact, in that, in that I am very, perhaps, chauvinistic or whatever, but it was my position, you know, to, to think the vision, to understand the vision of the director, if he had any. If he had, <laughs> he didn't have it, they helped him to have one. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but, but on this, at the same token, is, is really that kind of, uh, marriage in which you, you are allowed as a choreographer, men or women, uh, they are not allowed, but they ask questions. They are being asked questions about, uh, you know, for instance, how can you not be involved with, uh, the set? As a choreographer, you're the one who has to dance on the floor. The floor has to have a certain texture to dance. If you need sound in the floor, you need to place mics. On the, I mean, there's so many uh, little details that have to be done by a choreographer. If if you know if the director knows about it, that's terrific. But you know, the director has many other problems that he has to, to deal with. So so the choreographer should take care of that. Spatially, I mean, choreographically, you deal with space. You are the painter and the sculpture, or in space. So you know, two steps affect your work. So you've got to you know you've got to work work with the director and the and the designer together. You know, you don't go to the designer in the corner. But you work together, yes. And costumes the same. The, the you know the the texture and and weight of every single fabric that you put in it um, it has a lot to do. And that's only the craft part. You know, there's the other side, which is the a vision of what what you see. You are as a choreographer, you are a creative uh, person too. So you can see something in your head for a certain scene. Which you communicate with the, to the director, and and then from there you compromise to his needs or whatever, and then you you talk to the designer about it. So it's really like a like a family, you know, like a big family talking and screaming at each other sometimes, <laughs> hopefully laughing mostly. Yeah. Uh, now speaking as a choreographer, how much uh, would you recommend that a director know? 
about choreography? Nothing, a little bit, a lot? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. If you want, <laughs> I, 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 this is a, 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 a difficult question. If you know too much, then you should do it, because then, then what you're doing is imposing your own ideas on your collaborator. You know, if you know too, li- too little, you might um, in, hinder, you might limit uh, the 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 other person. So. I think that knowing, but knowing to me is not necessarily that you have to know how to do it, but that you must be exposed to it. By that, I think like everything else, just like as a director, you read a lot or you watch films or whatever. Well, I think that seeing dance, and not only just musicals on Broadway, but seeing the dance world and seeing the... I think that that give, gives you a certain taste of it and a certain knowledge that is not experience, but is eye and comprehension of, of the movement. And so, therefore, you can help a lot, the choreographer, at that point. But still, it is, it is mutual. It's both give and take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel that... Uh your studies with mathematics had an effect on your choreography? Oh, yes, of course. Oh, definitely, definitely. Uh, um, um, it was Jack Cole's technique. And, and actually, it had enormous influence because it was the first thing, funny you, you would ask, it was the first thing that I did when I came to New York. I was a true ballerina when I came to New York. And, and I, I asked, when I was in France, I asked who the best teacher was in New York, and they sent me to Matt. So I went to him. So when, I, when he grabbed me, I didn't know anything about jazz or modern dance or anything. So he really put his, you know, <laughs> his print on me completely. And he was the most extraordinary teacher I've ever had, uh, including other, you know, others, uh, modern or, or ballet. I mean, he was such a complete extraordinary teacher. And, and how can you, if you're doing jazz, if you're doing American jazz, how can you not be influenced by Jack Cole? He created it all, after all. So, of course, yes, all of my basic knowledge comes from that. Yes, thank you. Um, you said before that you see a lot of work, which is great. Um, what young artists, young directors, choreographers, whose works you've seen, are people... I'm sorry, what, what other? Young directors and choreographers uh-huh. work you really like or, or see developing? Uh-huh, yeah. Which one I, I suggest for you to see? Is that what you're asking? Um, well, it depends on, on, on what particular. You mean about plays or, or musicals or dance world or everything? I guess mostly plays and musicals. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Oh God, <laughs> musical musicals. There are not many. <laughs> who, are, who are the young ones out there? Musicals. I ah uh, uh, I don't see many. I really don't see many young ones that you could you know you could see in plays. Uh, there, every, I mean, I can it's, it's not only names, but every time that I I go to regional theater, I see wonderful work there. I mean, Hartford Hartford Arena, Mark Lamers. 
It's wonderful. I mean, all more of, most of the work done there. Uh, Yale, uh, you know, if you if you get out, and I'm I'm sure here too. Um, in the the world of dance, uh, Lar Lubovic, uh, if you go to Joyce Theater, uh, you read and you can see a lot of new wonderful choreographers coming in. There are hundreds of them out there. There are just hundreds. I mean, I, I'm sure that you know it's it's just too much to see. But I tend to I tend to go. I love I love regional theater. I'm a provincial person. What can I tell you? And I <laughs> I, love, I love I love regional theater, and that's what I find. Uh, the the opportunity of seeing people who who do I mean, wonderful work and but yeah, they don't have to be that well known you know so that's that's mostly if you if you want to have a list I, I'll give you a list <laughs> yes yeah, right here um, hi uh, you talked about I, I, oh hi how are you I didn't I didn't recognize you with with a hat on <laughs> uh, I I see your presentation on oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, you do a lot of stages, like you just said now. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that in the dance world, that concert dance, you are not working with you know, all the other collaborators, you know, you're feeling so many of them? Mm-hmm. Well, you feel pampered by that? No, it's. it's, it's good for someone. I think it's very good. I think that choreography, you're talking about choreographing yourself. Yeah. I think it's a great uh, uh, exercise. It is so much harder than the musical theater, I cannot tell you. Oh, oh, baby, you're all alone. It is so much harder. It's almost, to me, it's almost painful. And I keep on doing it because I learn so much from it. Oh, boy. But it is much harder because of that reason, because you don't have the collaborators, because you cannot sit at a meeting and say, hey, I don't know what to do with the scene. I don't understand this scene. Do you have any ideas? And, so, I mean, and good collaborators will say, well, what about if? And even if it's not the right one, you know, through talking, through dialogue, you might get to the solution or one solution. In the, in the dance world, when you're doing a ballet, you have all these dancers looking at you, and you, better, you have to write your scenario, you have to choose your music, you have to, uh, you know, everything has to be done by you. We're sorry, but this question was inaudible. You, you mean, you mean are you talking about combination, dance combination? Well, um, I do half and half. What I do is that I spend a lot, I believe in research. You have, but you have to understand, I come from a non-academic work. My knowledge of theater is all through experience. So I'm terrified that I'm not going to know anything when I come in, that all these actors and these dancers are going to look at me and I'm going to go, you know, help. So I do a lot of research. I read a lot about whatever it is that I want to do or whatever, if it is a musical, I do research on the period and and everything. If if, if it is a, a, a ballet, I do the same thing according to what I'm... Now, I go to a studio... I put the music in, and I sketch. I'm not, I don't choreograph. I sketch. What I sketch is ideas more than anything. And little, little movements that would tell me what the style of the dance will be. You see what I'm saying? So that I am prepared. No, I don't have full combinations of 32 bars, no. But I do have 
sketches. So when I get to when I get the people, I start this little bit over here, and then from there it tells me where to go, and you keep on developing that way. But you know, the creative process, I believe, is so personal. I believe that for Mr. Robbins, and you know, he's my God. I mean, it's, it's the most extraordinary choreographer I've ever seen in my life. It works that way, and it might work for you too. But I think that you have to find your own way. You must try everything. But all I can say is I need to be prepared. I, uh, I have to be prepared. But not necessarily tell them what to do. You know what I mean? Yes. yes. Um, my, I see quite a bit of uh, regional theaters and production um, in regional theaters, and I'm a little bit concerned about the, the structure, the smallness of regional theater. I thought a lack of development in these musicals in terms of dance. Yes. I think, and I, I miss dance in the new musicals that are developed. There haven't been a lot of dance musicals on Broadway, and they're not really being developed for whatever uh, reasons in the um, regional theater. Wondering what your feelings were about that. How excuse me, can develop, you know, an other West Side story that's done that scale, but yeah. where dance is an important part of the structure of the storyline and the musical. Yeah. Well, I tell you, I the problem with, with um, um, regional theaters is, is is economical. I mean, you know, musicals are too too expensive. I mean, when Mark called me last year to do a play, the reason was because he didn't have money to do a musical, even a small musical. And uh, so, so I decided to do a cheap musical, which was only one person. <laughs> I called it a cheap musical. But, uh, but, but I, the interesting thing about what you're saying is something that has been bothering me since 1963 when I came here. Because I came here for, because of West Side Story. That's the reason why I came here. And, and, and what is extraordinary to me is to see that audiences react to dance shows more than they react to others. Chorus Line, West Side Story, uh, um, um, well, even, even revivals like uh, Girl Crazy. I mean, they, they love dance. Cats is all dancing. And yet, we don't produce in the theater, neither on Broadway or any other ways, that. And I always wonder why. Why is, why is it because, and then, of course, when I tried, you know, like Dango and, and Dangerous Games, I failed too. Uh, Bobby, Fosse dancing didn't make it commercially either. I mean, financially was not a big success, even though everybody loved it. So I, I, I'm wondering: is it, is it, is it, is it that we don't like dance? As in, do we don't understand dance as an expression of musical American musical theater? Is that because we are putting? A, and yet, people love dance, and the dance world is very rich here, probably more than any other place in 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 in, in, in the world. And it seems to me that somewhere along the line. In the ideas of producers, or even writers, because I tell you, it has to start with the writer. The writer has to write the musical for dancing, right? Maybe we're still dividing. Maybe we're still in the 40s. Maybe we're still saying, well, there's the plot with the story and the good stuff, 
And then comes the entertainment, which is the singers and the dancers. And we haven't quite accepted yet that something like West Side Story had a bunch of dancers and dancers that told the story. Maybe perhaps in, in better than, than the book itself did. Oh, I shouldn't say that. But anyway, no, but, but you know what I'm saying. I mean, it's immortal. I mean, what Mr. Robbins did with that dance, what is, it will be eternal, right? And maybe with that story will come and, and will go, but, but what he did as work was, is, is just eternal and extraordinary. So, so what is, um, I don't know. I just don't know. That's what I want to do. Do you understand? This is what I've been trying to do <laughs> since I became a choreographer. Not a choreographer, but when I started directing, that's my attempt. That's what I'm trying desperately to do. Uh, so uh, I, I wish I had the answer, and the only answer is just to keep on trying. We're sorry, but this question was inaudible. One meeting on this, but it's something that we are thinking in Lincoln Center that should happen. We always have readings. New authors or all authors or whatever, we have readings. But, but we don't have uh, 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 readings for directors. By that I mean that young directors bring what they want to do. We don't have that. And that's what we are trying to see if we can organize this. And I believe that Liz did, did something like this somewhere else. Like, uh, um, did, she, did she do a program like that someplace? Annika Tanya told me that perhaps it was Liz that, that had done it. But anyway, it's not the first time that it has, has been done. And so we are attempting to, to see if we can bring in young directors with their own ideas, with their own pieces to help them. It's, it's what I was saying before. Somehow it, the, the dream has to start someplace. You know, uh, if you don't get... God knows that you know, most directors, we get a lot of scripts. On the third page, you know. You know, you know. So if, if you don't get that particular piece that you want to do, then what is the next thing? Maybe either you have to create it or you have to find that project that you want to do. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. We're sorry, but this question was inaudible. Well, I'm sorry. What I meant by young directors were unknown directors, as opposed to working old directors like me. <laughs> That's what I meant. I didn't mean, I didn't mean young in youth. I meant in, in, in the craft, in the, you know, in the career. So that's, that's what we would be, yeah. There were no directors out there with a project that they may want to know? Or, I mean, are you new directors out there with a project? But we don't know. I don't know. I'm asking. We don't know. That's, that's what we want to find out. Why can't it simply be directors? Why does it have to be, you know, new or old or whatever? Well, we, we do want, I personally want to help the, the people who are not, I mean, the people who are asking the same questions. What do you do? To, be, to, to continue a choreographer, to be a choreographer or a director. What do you do? How do you work? Because, you know, if we are established, or at least if we have a job, or, you know, we can, three jobs a, a year or something, we can survive in our craft. But these young people who are coming in, what do they do in today's uh, uh, theater? But there, is, there's no, there are no opportunities for them. So that's what I'm talking about, you know. The ones established, when we have, we have our agent, they can get us a job someplace, you know, we can always do something. 
But the, the young ones, in the sense of the ones that are new to the, what are they going to do? You know, where, how are they going to learn? And how are they going to be exposed? Well, wouldn't you agree that there's a difference between doing something and having a package or project? Well, of course, yes. Yes, of course. But then again, it would be up to us to see if the passion is there or not. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Believe me, I can perceive passion very easily. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't hear. Frankly, no. I wish. But no, look at Twilight Tharp. Perfect example. I'm sorry? Yeah, that, yes, yes. But that's a specific thing, too. You know. I mean, it needs that kind of dancing, right? In the red shoes. But I don't know that... Uh, I, I, I don't know. And, and it, what, what amazes me is that they're always saying, well, they are not choreographers, but they are... Thousands of choreographers are there. It's just the idea, again, of compartmenting, compartmentalizing. compartmentalizing. You know, if you are a, a modern choreographer, you can't do anything else. Well, maybe you can't, but you should, you know, give it a try. So, so um, no, but then again, you know, like for modern dancing, uh, um, don't you need a, 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 speci- a specific type of show where you can create that kind of, you know, of movement? Where is the show where you can do that? You know, it always, it's not the choreographers only or the producers. Where, where is it written? Where, frankly, no. I don't think so. But you understand, I wish it would happen. You understand, you know, because what you're saying is, when I went to see Palabolus, the last thing, <coughs> uh, bedtime stories, and there's only one chair with a woman and a man on there, and they throw it, and they come back, and, and I mean, to, there was no step, there was no dancing, but he told more, that ballet told me more than, you know, a big play would do. Through vision, should have visual and, you know, specific very simple and very direct and very emotional. But I don't think that that's what Broadway wants. It doesn't seem to me when, when I go to Broadway to see the things that they, they show. But, but you know, maybe, maybe we have a chance, because in place, it seems like this is getting a little more courageous. <laughs> so if they can do angels in America... Maybe we have a chance, you know, 20 years, 10, 20 years from now to do that. But isn't Broadway something very specific in the mind of American people? I mean, isn't it? I mean, it's like, isn't it, isn't it something that is very specific that you don't want to change? I mean, this, I'm questioning you now. I'm questioning you now. But it doesn't, it doesn't succeed. So, I'm sorry? Uh-huh. But is it, is it, is it, you know, I'm sorry, because there are great things on Broadway, and I, you know, but, but isn't it a little bit like, uh, you know, the, the beauty contest Miss America pageant or something like that, in the sense of institution I'm talking about? You do not 
make fun of it, you don't change, you just do, you know, you do better sets or whatever, but, but <laughs> prettier girls, but you don't, don't change it. So I, I fe- it feels to me that there's something of that, isn't it? And you know, the interesting thing is, is how, how you, that's how we started. I mean, we're talking about modern dance. Well, who, uh, Mr. Mill? That's how we, that's, that's how you started. That's how, you know, American musical started. So, yeah, and you had two great, I mean, Hanya Holm was a modern choreographer too. So you have, you know, two, I mean, those are the ones that come to my mind, but both Agnes and... We're sorry, but this question was inaudible. No, I, and I didn't mean that I failed in the sense, I didn't fail. I did what I wanted to do. Uh, it failed the venue. I mean, Tommy Tune said that to me. I mean, he came afterwards and said, it's extraordinary. He says, it was just wrong to bring it here. And Tommy said, they don't deserve it. You know, it's sad. It's sad that you should have, you would have to think that way, but, but that's the way it is. So therefore, because I don't have too many years in my life to, to do it, I do it what I can do it. I don't want to be hit over and over again because they don't understand, but I'm not going to stop doing it. I will do it where the venue is right, that's all. Yes? I just wanted to say one other thing. Pirates is one of my favorite all time. Oh, me too. I've been nine times in the summer. Are you still in London? No, in the summer, I saw it in the park nine times. Thank you. <laughs> that was that was Wolf and Leach too. Yeah, that was Wolf and Leach too, my, my dear, dear collaborator. Yes. Yeah, uh, Ralphie, I understand that the collaboration and communication between the director and the choreographer is really necessary. And as you said, all of, all of your experiences were good and that you treated it as though it was your responsibility to keep the marriage happy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that. But when it breaks down and the choreographer is maybe unjustly, unfairly, um, not given the opportunity to express and create, what 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 do you do as a choreographer? You leave. <laughs> You go home. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, would you want to stay in a marriage that is uh, that is going to make you unhappy? I mean, you cannot do good work if you're unhappy anyway. So what what's what's the use? I mean, I think that you try to to you try to talk to them. You try to go out for a cup of coffee and express your feelings as a person, like you are doing right now. What can I do to help? You try it in any way possible to make the relationship work. And 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 the because uh, you know I always say, I, I'm, I'm very simple that way, but it's almost like every show, every play, it's like a baby. It doesn't matter about the parents. I mean, it's the baby that matters. So the parents, we have to, we have to take care of the baby. So that is the kind of in relationship that I always try to. I mean, that's why I said a family. It is that kind. I mean, it's fun. It's fun. It's serious. It's a little hard work, but it's done in, a, in an amicable way, in a loving way, not for each other, but for the peace that we are creating. So if you can't achieve that and you're going to be unhappy and you're going to be unjustly, you know, uh, put down and all that, I, I don't think that, uh, I don't think it's, I don't think it's worth it. I don't think that any show in the world is worth the pain inside. Believe me, I went through a couple of experiences and I, it's just not, it's not.
It destroys something in you, and it's not not, not worth it. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Uh, following up on that, has it been your experience that it's better that the director not be a choreographer when you are hired as a choreographer, or is it better for you if the director is also a choreographer? No, I, I don't think that uh, if, if the director is a choreographer, then he or she should choreograph. Well, there have been instances in which someone sometimes directs, sometimes choreographs, but then they hire uh, someone else to do the You see, in my case, I never worked with a, I never choreographed with a director who was a choreographer. So I don't know that. I, I don't know. I, I would think that it, 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 it might be hard. I tell you, unless the relationship is like, you know, it's like being in your kitchen trying to cook and your husband is kind of chopping on you. And eventually you go, get out of here. You know, I mean, it's like, leave me alone. I can do it myself, you know. Um, tell me what you want and I'll, get, I'll do it for you, you know. However, it might be that there's a wonderful relationship between the director and the choreographer. And that, and that there is no ego problem or no, you know, and that they allow themselves or the director will allow the choreographer space to create and be only just nurturing and critical, but in a good, good way. So, in that sense, I imagine that could that would be okay. I just, I just don't know many cases that that had happened. No, yeah. We're sorry, but this question was inaudible. I think that perhaps, and you know, I'm a talk, not 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 in my own uh, experiences, but because I've observed a couple of relationships like that is that there is something that in the work, is, the, the collaboration in the work is terrific, but there is something personal that is not very good. And that bec- because of the, mostly of the successes that those people have in that working relationship, they stay for a long time. But this tumor is, you know, trying to explore. And eventually on the 10th floor, it just, the lid goes off. And that's when, that's when it happens, you know. Because most of the great collaborations, even among composers and writers, have been terrible personally. Great, great in work, but terribly, terrible person, you know, personally. So, so I think that you can, you can withstand that, that, you know, three, four, five years, and especially if you're making a lot of money, you shut up. But eventually, eventually it's going to explode. It would happen to any of us, I think, don't you? We're sorry, but this question was inaudible. Well, my connection with them started because uh, Jerry Friedman did a musical, a new musical, tried to do a new musical there years and years ago. It was called America's Sweetheart. And, and, and Jerry and I knew each other. He knew my work, and he hired me as a choreographer. And then a few years later... Uh, Jack O'Brien was doing a play, Gurney play, Snowball, and, and he asked me if I want to choreograph the incidental dance, and I went. So I started, you know, establishing a relationship with Mark, whom I adore, you know, and respect very much, and then all of a sudden he said, I would like you to direct. I mean, he had seen some of my work, too, you know, even as a director, and he asked me to do, but I think that, you know, it, it's hard, it's hard in regional theater, it's hard to get 
through as a choreographer, unless you call them and say, I, I would be interested in choreographing if something happened, something like that ha- you know, comes up. Like Mark has sometimes calls me and says, I need a choreographer for such and such production, and I, you know, I, I give him a, I give him a few names. But you know, in a choreo- as a choreographer, you know, it's the director who takes you. So you have to seduce directors. That's what you have to do. <laughs> wow, this is, this is uh, going by very quickly, and it's been wonderful. I want to thank Graziella and Frank uh, for joining us. Today. I want to thank you all for coming. Please tell your friends about this series, and uh, we'll see you next month. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Again, this is Hal Prince, and thank you for listening to Masters of the Stage. This program was made possible by support from the Society of Stage Directors and Choreographers, the National Labor Union celebrating five decades representing the needs and aspirations of its members online at ssdc.org. The online series is presented in collaboration with the American Theatre Wing, dedicated to illuminating how theatre is made through the words of the people who make theatre. Visit them online at americantheaterwing.org.